Hello, Sunday the 5th of June, another beautiful day, quarter past 11 in the morning. That's uh, Priscilla done and dusted and I'm, sorry, no it's not, what the fuck am I talking about? That's Little Mermaid, my mind is already on the next one. Little Mermaid done and dusted. Um, just before we leave that behind, I should make mention of um, that recording of the finale that I put on at the end of the last episode. There will have been a bit of uh, less than top-notch chorus singing in that. Um, that's not a reflection of their best performance. That that particular recording was taken after the show had finished and they'd done all the last night speeches and everything. So they were probably half of them in tears when they were doing that. So, uh, but uh, yeah, still still an awesome week. So Priscilla this week, uh, just on my way in for. Uh, well, it's their second band call. It's my first band call because I was um, I was doing Little Mermaid, Uwe Missis, when um, when they had their first band call on Thursday last week. Um, so I'm on a different keyboard. Um, there's uh, I don't know if you know Priscilla, Queen of the Desert. I think it was a film originally. There's been a stage musical made of it. It's full of um, really famous um, 80s disco type um, gay anthem kind of pop tunes really good fun to play stuff like go west venus hot fuss um, i will survive all that sort of stuff uh, it's basically a story about um, i think it's a trio of drag queens going across australia on tour and the uh, it's a bit more in depth than that, but it's well worth a watch if you uh, if you fancy it. Um, so yeah, I mentioned I will survive. I'll be doing a lot of practicing of um, what are called F diminished arpeggios um, for anyone who is not of a musical bent. Uh, that if you listen to the beginning of I Will Survive, there's a piano intro to that. That's probably my most nerve-wracking part of the show. Um, so I'll be doing a lot of practicing of those, uh, that type of, uh, well, arpeggio, that's what it's called. So, um, yeah, uh, so it's a beautiful day again, not much to say, um, just I'm on the way for another musical, so brain into another gear, um, get there, get set up. This, I thought, was going to be a second band call, I think. I just had a look at the email, and uh, they're trying to treat it as uh, pretty much a run-through. So, I mean, I'm not going to be no perfect today, if at all, during the week. But uh, that's fine. We've got dress rehearsal Tuesday, and I think opening night's on Wednesday. So, um, And I think if I remember rightly, I think we've got two shows on Friday and two on Saturday. Like a five o'clock and an eight o'clock on Friday I think I'll have to double check that because obviously I want to make sure I'm there but I'm gonna try and eat a little bit healthier this week even though I haven't uh, well it's a bit early for lunch but I mean like even though I'm picking food up from shops or eating out quite a bit that's not really uh, I shouldn't be using that as an excuse every time to just eat junk so I'm gonna try and make some healthier choices because as I said I'm feeling a little fat it's summer it's not nice feeling like that when you're lugging gear around so uh, oh yeah that was it yeah I knew there was something I was meant to say I'm, I feel like I'm just kind of 
drawling on because I was sure there was something I was going to say. Um, I don't think I mentioned in the last episode, I've applied for my first teacher post. Um, it's a bit complicated, the situation with my probationary year placement. Um, Scotland have a thing called the induction scheme where you have, once you've finished your um, training, your, your degree, your um, education-based degree, I've done a couple of placements in the last year for that, uh, which I've spent, I think, a total of about 17 weeks in schools this year. Well, after that, after you've graduated, um, the GCCS, General Teachers Council of Scotland, do a guaranteed year's placement um, for, for a, a, basically a probationary year. To, so, so basically I'm provisionally registered at the moment, but you have to do a full year in a school under a mentorship with particular components that you've got to complete during that year to become fully registered. Um, that's the uh, sort of easiest guaranteed route through. There's also something called the flexible route where you can look for your own work um, and sort of complete those parts of the probation period um, more under your own kind of steam if you like. You, I mean you get help from, from whatever schools you're in to, to do it but, but I think it takes tends to take a bit longer because it's less, it's more self-directed so um, the reason I'm bringing both of those up is because I took a gamble um, and ticked the waiver box which basically when you get to choose where you would like to be sent they give you a choice of your top five choices of local authority um, or you can tick the waiver box which basically says that you are prepared to go anywhere in Scotland um, but you get an extra eight grand for that so I thought well I'll take a punt because I know our one of our tutors at uni um, last year had done the same and he'd ended up in the next door local authority to where he lived so he was lucky so I thought, well, you never know. Because the other thing as well, I could put the top five um, choices and still end up getting sent to Dundee because Aberdeenshire is so fucking huge um, that, you know, it would be just as impractical for me to commute to Dundee every day as it would be to go to the borders. So anyway, that didn't pan out. They sent me Middle Lothian. Um, I have pled extenuating circumstances with the missus being disabled, so I can't really relocate. Uh, I need to be around to look after her a bit. Um, so they put me into something called the rematch scheme, which is basically they have a panel that meets uh, this week actually coming up um, to discuss rematching those who can't fulfill the allocations they've been given. Uh, apparently, I think they said less than 4% of those are successful, um, but I do know of cases in the past where d disability has been um, a component of the appeal um, where somebody has been relocated. So I've got my fingers crossed because that actually, when you request the rematch, you don't put your top five down, you put down the one that you want to go to. So I have put down Moray, which is where I was for my second placement, in the distant hope that I may end up possibly getting allocated to the school that I did my second placement at where I had such a good time uh, I really enjoyed it so that might happen um, there's also the option of the flexible route um, under which 
I would potentially be doing, I've applied for a job, basically. There's a job going on the outskirts of Aberdeen for full-time music teacher. Um, when they advertise, they put, for the person specification, must be fully registered or eligible to become fully registered. So basically that means we'll take a probationer if we need to, you know, if we, if we think that you're worthy of the position. So the school that I've applied to has apparently a very good music tech department, which um, will stand very much in my favor, I think, because of my sound production qualifications. So I've got my fingers crossed for that as well. That would be under the flexible route, but uh, that, the, 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 the good thing about that is, um, although I've never been to the school, I've heard really good things about it, but it's a permanent post. So it's not like I get to the end of the probation year and then potentially have to find a job if that school didn't want to keep me on. So I could be faced with a choice between um, doing the probation year under the induction scheme at the school that I know that I really enjoyed and get on well at and I've already taught at, um, but with no guarantee of a permanent job at the end of that, or go into a school which I've never been to before, have heard good things about, but um, would be a permanent post. There's another one been advertised, which the deadline is for this week, and I still haven't decided whether to apply for that or not yet, because it's an independent school. And from what I've heard, um, I mean, the, the basic salary is just the same as a state school. There, I think there would be um, opportunities to uh, earn additional um, bonuses on top of that by doing extra stuff, but apparently they want uh, they, they, that particular school or, or independent schools in general, you, they'll want blood for it basically, I've been told by the union rep that I know. So, I mean, I've had a look at the school website and um, I mean, I, you know, I don't know if I've mentioned before, I went to an independent school under a music scholarship for a few years when I was younger in my teens um, and I did not enjoy it at all. I actually ended up getting expelled. Um, it wasn't, it wasn't for me. Um, I mean, I was going through a lot of shit at the time, but um, yeah, I didn't really fit in. And, and this school looks very much like that. They've got the promotional aspect of it. They've got, they've got um, videos of the, of them doing their combined cadet forces thing where they're doing all their sort of marching and drilling and um, RAF and army and stuff like that. And then they've got pictures of the school kind of Christmas carol service where they're all in um, all in a chapel all all lined up singing religious hymns which is very much not me I know I do um, perform religious works in a musical capacity but I don't know it just it just doesn't sit comfortably with me so but as, as I've discussed with a couple of colleagues of mine I might actually just apply for it um, to get the interview experience because I always approach interviews in terms of um, it's a two-way process you know it's not just them interviewing you it's not just for them to see whether you're suitable for the post um, you're interviewing them as well you know it's, it, it's to see whether or not the post is suitable for you so um, you know it would be good for me a part of the interview process for that um, I've heard for a standard sort of state school interview you, you potentially you'd be sent some questions in advance and you'd have to prepare like a presentation to give to a panel of three that are on the interview thing. Um, 
just on latest sort of teaching techniques and stuff like that. Um, but I think for the independent school, in place of that possibly, uh, that on the interview day you're expected to teach a lesson to a class, um, lead, uh, this is for the music post, lead um, a rehearsal of either I suppose an instrumental um, group or a choir, something like that, and accompany an instrumental pupil, um, pretty much, which I would imagine is to test your um, piano playing capabilities, you know, sight reading especially. So, yeah, might go for that. I'll, I'll, to decide, the deadline for that is lunchtime Tuesday, but I've already applied for the other one, the, uh, the one at the state school. So, anyway, I'm rambling on forever here. I'm on my way. Uh, I'm going to be there in about a quarter of an hour. I'm going to drink my coffee, and then I'm going to take a bit of a breather on the way into Aberdeen and prepare for lugging my heavy equipment in and out of the very narrow twisted back passages who were missus of the Tivoli Theatre in Aberdeen preparing for yet another wonderful show week with what I'm sure will be another bunch of absolutely fabulous drama queens anyway um, I shall speak to you again later in the week at some point possibly today who knows Well, back sooner than expected. It's now 10 past 12, same day. Did the usual unloading at the Tivoli stage door. Managed to get a parking space unusually, but uh, they start charging for parking from one o'clock. So, um, I uh, I need to go and repark the car now, but uh, I got all my equipment in, spoke to the MD, musical director, and uh, I was a bit nervous actually, because for this one, I am on what's called the Piano Conductor Score, which means I'm basically a first keyboard player. Um, and for a proper kind of professional production, you'd probably have the same person playing this part who's actually conducting the orchestra at the same time with like one hand and playing a lot of stuff with the other. But um, Ewan is he's a really good musician actually, really good MD. I've played stuff with him before, he's a really good conductor, but he's taken the well, what I think is a wise decision of actually just conducting and uh, given the piano conductor part to me, which is, I think as I've mentioned before, quite heavy in terms of um, how much there is to play. Um, Quite a, quite a lot of stuff going on, but he's, he's said that from the first band call that I wasn't at, he was uh, a bit worried about some of it being quite exposed. Um, in other words, not not many people actually playing, and he was saying, oh, I hope there's somebody gonna be playing here kind of thing. So I think I'm gonna end up playing a lot more than I was expecting to, because there's, seeing the, in the score, there's, there's the usual music, but then in the piano conductor score, when you're not actually supposed to be playing, when there's somebody else playing stuff, they have what's called cues written in, uh, which are just little snippets of the music that's going on, but in much smaller notes. So you can actually see what's supposed to be happening, um, but not actually playing it. So, uh, but I've got a funny feeling I'm gonna end up having to play a lot of that stuff um, so it's going to be it's going to be a 
a fun but very demanding week, I think. Um, I have, I am quite relieved that uh, I've already addressed the arpeggios that I was talking about earlier at the beginning of I Will Survive. I said that I've not got them quite right yet, but I'll have them by Tuesday. And he said, well, you know, just do a Kevin, which is the guy that stood in for me at the first band call, actually, one of the other MDs from the area. He said, just pre-program it if you need to, which I had considered doing, but I thought, no, nah, if I do that, somebody's going to frown at me. Um, but I'll see. I can pre-program it, but uh, actually, I kind of quite like to play it. I mean, not just from the challenge point of view, but I think it just looks a fuck of a lot better if you actually, you know. I mean, one of, one of the... One of the things, certainly in uh, amateur, being an amateur semi-pro musician, and I think probably for professionals as well, one of the main kind of um, attractions of, of being a performing artist of any kind is showing the fuck off. Um, so if I can actually play it, um, then I will, because, uh, you know, it's nice to show off. So that's it really, just on my way around to park first, uh, first call for me I might uh, I'll see you might get a bit of music from the first uh, band call today you might not Depend, depends how it goes speak to you later back again later that same day 20 past 5 on my way home I was right I do get the evening off um, yeah that was a fun rehearsal bit squashed in the pit there the Civilly Theatre is quite a small theatre and the uh, orchestra pit's quite small so quite a squeeze getting in there but um, yeah it went okay um, got a bit of practice to do we're putting in an extra rehearsal tomorrow I just wanted to pop in again and uh, just make a couple of corrections from last week I know I've already made one but uh, at one point in the last episode I said there were 248 patch changes in The Little Mermaid and then later on I said there were 348. There were, <coughs> excuse me, <coughs> whoa, excuse me, did not COVID, honestly. Actually, I don't know, it could be. We don't test anymore, do we? Um, yeah, it was actually 348. Um, and I also said that there were about a tenth the amount, about 29, 30, between 20 and 30, sound changes in Priscilla there's actually 39 so I lied there as well and I said that it was mainly mainly piano mainly mainly yeah mainly pianos electric pianos a bit of pop synth brass but I also have a splat we have written in the score splat and we have to make uh, a splat sound which is basically when the bus that they're traveling on runs over um, I think first it's a kangaroo, then it's a koala, and then fuck knows what happens, but there's a Teletubby gets run over as well. I don't know what they're on, but anyway, so uh, yeah, um, oh and I never did get back on the treadmill last week, maybe tomorrow, anyway, uh, yeah that's, that's it for today, so uh, I'll speak to you again soon. Bye. Oh, 
Oh, it doesn't take long, does it, to get back in the habit of ranting on it, you guys, about life in general. Um, I thought I'd better come back in uh, again. It is now Wednesday. Uh, what date is it? It's the 8th of June. Wednesday the 8th of June. Uh, just after quarter to six, I'm on my way in for the opening night of Priscilla. Um, second keyboard player's got COVID, so he was replaced last night at the dress rehearsal by the guy that had stood in for me last week at the first band call um, on my keyboard part when I was doing Little Mermaid. It all gets very confusing, but um, that guy's standing in for him, uh, well, last night and possibly for the rest of the week, but he can't make it tonight. So there's a guy coming in tonight who, um, I'm not sure if he'll have played the part before. He's a really good um, keyboard piano player. Um, he was actually an examiner at the, um, school that I did my second placement at for, for the listening exams, the music exams. I've, I've, I know him quite well, a um, guy called Callum. He's coming in and playing just the one-off tonight. Um, and I don't know whether or not the original guy will be back by the end of the week, depending, because, I mean, he uh, the, the guy that's got COVID only really knows he's got COVID because he was feeling ill. Because um, I think that's the way at the moment, isn't it? You just treat it like... Uh, a, a cold basically if you're feeling really shit then yeah test or stay off work or whatever but there's no kind of legal requirement to do anything but uh, yeah so so I thought I'd come back in because uh, in other ways things are moving quite quickly and I didn't want to either forget and not update you on something so there's like a some kind of discontinuity to my to my life story don't you know um, or alternatively I could just be uh, repeating myself but yeah I think last time I spoke to you I was talking about um, the jobs applying for jobs and my political stance of not um, wanting to go and work at an independent school um, I changed my mind and applied for that job <laughs> um, I difficult to describe why I just kind of I was awake early uh, yesterday morning um, thinking about just thinking through um, I still wasn't convinced I'd made the right decision and in the end I thought well fucking hell I'm not a politician um, I'm a musician and um, at the end of the day you can argue one way or another about what's the best thing to do in situations like that do you do you go to the private sector or do you stay in the public sector and, and who gets the benefit of your expertise and stuff like that, such as it is? Um, but, you know, there's all sorts of different arguments in different directions in that, you know, I could argue that actually my influence um, on kids who are who are, are coming to a private school may actually be more valuable because um, if they are more likely to go into high-powered jobs or political jobs or you know jobs where they're responsible for policy in in any way shape or form then surely I have a better chance of actually influencing future um, you know the shape of future policy in, in whatever environment they end up in um, by being there as a role model or an example or, or to just influence them or make them think in, in different ways when they might not otherwise have done. So 
you know that's just a an opposite way of looking at it and in the end it just but I, I might you just end up tying yourself in knots and I just end up I just thought I'll just apply for it because to be honest now today um, I'm in a position where I've applied for two jobs um, one at a state school one at a private school um, both of which are technically permanent positions although I would, I would be on probation for the first year um, I'm waiting at this point to find out whether or not the induction scheme organisers will rematch me and give me the option of going to Moray, which is a bit further north than Aberdeenshire, but it's where my second placement was, um, in the hope that I could end up back at the school I did my second placement in and had such a good time. Um, but then today, uh, there was an email came through yesterday from the coordinator at the University of the Masters music degree um, offering to chat through options and stuff with anyone who is coming coming out of the back end of fourth year like I am um, so hopping back and forth on the same subject uh, I did get my mark through um, for my final assignment so I've passed everything so I'm getting my degree I don't graduate until the 7th of July but I am officially going to have a bachelor's music education honours degree. Um, I'm not sure exactly, but I think it'll be a, a class 2-1. Um, I'm really close to a first class degree, but it'll be a 2-1, I think, because I think I'm just below the threshold, but, but I might be wrong about that. It doesn't really matter. Employers don't really look at that anyway, but um, that's basically the equivalent of a B, um, which, yeah, I'm happy with that, I suppose. I, I mean, you always want to do better, don't you? But, uh, but anyway... Um, so I've got to consider the possibility that either I don't actually get offered an interview at either of the places I've applied for or I go for an interview and don't get offered the job at those two and I also don't get offered the rematch with Moray meaning that I don't get an induction scheme placement either because then that leaves me with only the option to go on supply um, go on as a supply teacher um, and I had discussed this with the course tutor um, towards the end of my bachelor's course, um, what the options were, and I'd come up with the idea of possibly doing something called deferring, which means basically you still keep the right to have that guaranteed induction scheme placement, but you put it back a year, because um, you've got, I think, up to five years to complete your provisional registration. Yeah, sorry, your full registration. Oh, sorry, this, I don't know if this is interesting at all, but um, yeah. Uh, or to, uh, well, yeah, to defer that. So basically there's supply work, which could be done, I could do the flexible route towards full registration, or I could um, take the master's degree, which is another year at uni, which I'm not sure whether or not I get full funding for from the Scottish um, Awards Agency, but that's that's a technicality. Uh, I'm not sure. I, this is one of the things I need to discuss with the guy I speak to tomorrow, um, because I think there might be a reduction in the tuition fees if you're continuing from a course at the same institution. I don't know. I don't know how it works, um, but that's what I'm going to find out. Or my other idea which apparently um, we're not sure if it's been done before but it was to go on supply at the same time as taking the master's course because 
technically the master's course is a full-time degree course but um, the, the my colleague and friend who ran the bachelor's course that I've just finished runs the master's course and she said she knows that it's not every day of the week that you need to be in uni so it's do it's doable so long story short <laughs> there's that phrase again um, I don't know what the fuck's going on at the moment except that come August I'm gonna be back doing something full-time whether or not it's teaching full-time uh, or teaching part-time and getting um, and taking an extra I don't know I don't know what the fuck I'm doing yet um, and that's it really um, but as I said things are moving quite quickly um, I'll be finding out this week if I've been reassigned tomorrow um, I'm assuming I'll be finding out this week as well if I've got an interview for the uh, private school um, job because the I've had a response thanking me for the application and saying they'll be back in touch if I get shortlisted for interview and I know the interviews are supposed to be early next week so um, I don't know how long it'll be before I hear back from the state school job if I'm getting an interview for that but I would imagine that would be quite quick as well because we're fast approaching the end of term and they want people in place ready for the start of next term so I think I'm gonna find everything out basically in the next um, three weeks maximum two probably I don't know three weeks is to the end of term I mean it'll be well before that if I know I'll, I'll find something out this week but uh, anyway I think that's that um, watched Men, the film, very fucking confused. Um, yeah, I just like my only take from it is that it must have been she must have gone nuts at the beginning of the film and it was all pretty much happening in her head. Um, but fucking hell, weird film. Anyway, uh, me and the missus watched the first Top Gun today um, so that we can go and see Maverick tomorrow, which I'm looking forward to. Um, and that's it really I've got a show opening night tonight Priscilla, I'm picking up a pair of speakers from another venue in Aberdeen on the way in because our band has just bought some second hand speakers from the company who do the sound and lights for a lot of the shows that I do including Little Mermaid last week, not the one this week but yeah, Granite City events um, basically because one of the venues we play and probably a few um, could benefit from this actually um, is a bit on the big side for our PA system so um, we need to supplement a little bit um, rather than hiring in uh, like a, an events a PA or an, or an AV company to, to, to do sound for us um, which can be quite expensive as you can imagine um, then we've got a, a, a spare pair of speakers that we can use as what, what are called side fills uh, at wide venues but certainly boosters to, to give us more um, more power for, for larger venues and we may we may end up having to hire in what are called base bins to give some boost to the base end but um, but apparently we can do that for like between 30 and 40 quid which is a lot cheaper than uh, what the fuck is going on uh, sorry, this, there's a car in front of me that's just decided they're going to slow down to like 30 miles an hour and a 60 mile an hour limit for no reason whatsoever. Um, so, yeah, that's 
that's it really. So it's, it's opening night tonight. Uh, I'll maybe do what I did last week and um, yes, I will do. Uh, I'll tell you what that was in a minute. Um, then it'll be another show tomorrow night, usual, half past seven. Then there's two shows Friday, two shows Saturday. And then I can maybe have a breather before getting ready for my choir rehearsal next week, um, which I've got to prepare some songs for because they're wanting new material. But um, so, yeah, I'm going to sign off just now. And the next thing you hear should be the overture from tonight's opening performance of Priscilla. Ta-ta for now.
Friday the 10th of June, quarter past four in the afternoon. Uh, quick update, um, blah, no news from any jobs yet, um, but for the show week, um, it's an interesting experience doing what, um, what I'm doing today. Usually this only happens on uh, Panto weeks up at Huntley for me, uh, which is a double header on a Friday. We've got um, a fairly regular um, double performance tomorrow, Saturday, where we do a matinee at 2.30. And then that finishes about five and the band go out for a meal together and come back for the 7.30 evening. Um, but doing a double header on a Friday evening is uh, is interesting because they the first one starts in three quarters of an hour, that's five o'clock. Um, they push back the second one to half past eight start. So basically you've got an hour from curtain down to curtain up again on the next show. Um, so it's probably gonna be a case of nip over to Burger King because um, that hour, uh, that includes your kind of, I mean, I probably won't even switch the keyboard off to be honest. So uh, yeah, I'll probably get about 40 minutes, three quarters of an hour. So I'll go and get a, go and get a burger or something, um, and then back in again. But it gets quite confusing because, especially with the ones that are so close together. I mean, it happens a bit with the uh, with the Saturday matinee shows, but with the ones that are that close together, you, you get to the point where you're in the second show where you you like you've got to you've got to focus on keeping your place because you can't remember. Uh, you think shit, I played this one before, um, but yeah, so. I don't know how well it's sold this five o'clock. It's traditionally probably a difficult one to sell, but uh, they put out a special offer for tickets um, this morning. So hopefully we'll be a couple of uh, full shows tonight, but it's, it's quite a long slog. So I'll be finished. Um, I should be back home by about quarter to midnight, something like that. So uh, yeah, that's that, not much else to say. Except I shall speak to you again tomorrow on the last day of Priscilla and uh, I'm almost there so yeah, speak to you tomorrow. Tanny bye. Oh well, 11 o'clock and it's fair to say I'm fucking knackered now. I know some jobs, lots of jobs, to do more hours than that, but uh, it's just it's just intense. It's like physically and mentally, you're like you know full full on concentration for for that amount of time, and it's like the physical kind of. I mean, it's not a it's not a light play. Um, so and the other thing is quite interesting as well. I was I was thinking it was getting really tight and quite quite on the ball in the first show and then the second one the energy levels have just dipped not not just because um, obviously you've done a whole show run already but <clears throat> and only had an hour off but you um, it's an hour later than you than you're normally doing it as well so your brains kind of are oh, I don't know I'm just knackered so I'm on my way home and uh, <clears throat> ready to come back and do it again tomorrow twice, but we'll get a bit longer in between tomorrow. So uh, that'll be a bit easier to... <sighs>
Mm. Oh, it says it already. No, no. Okay, so here's my last little clip for this episode. Uh, it's actually now Monday, the, uh, what, well, I don't know, what is it, the, uh, hang on, it's the, yeah, the 13th of June. So, <clears throat> we finished Priscilla, uh, is it Monday? Fucking hell, what happened to Sunday? Oh my God, I've lost a day. Okay, I don't know what's going on, but uh, basically, Priscilla finished on Saturday. Um, one of the main characters um, had to. We had to have an understudy come in and play um, a very short notice on the Saturday because one of the uh, one of the main characters' mums unfortunately died on Saturday afternoon. I don't, I'm not sure if it was during the performance, but well, it wasn't at the theatre. But um, yeah, so so we had a replacement in uh, <clears throat> in one of the roles on Saturday night. They did very well. Um, I mean, they had. <clears throat> a couple of prompt cards in their hand which they kind of glimpsed at a couple of times uh, I think they had one verbal prompt but but they did really well um, <clears throat> so uh, I'm trying to remember what happened I thought at the end of this two week show stint if you remember it was Little Mermaid the week before and then Priscilla last week this week just gone uh, I thought oh it'd be time to sit back and relax a bit but no here I am Monday evening I've spent most of the day doing another job application that's four job applications in now uh, I can't even remember what I did yesterday uh, oh, oh yeah yeah I arranged a song for choir that was it uh, yeah various backing tracks and so basically I'm on my way to the last choir rehearsal for the one that I accompany because I hadn't realized till I checked the date I haven't actually been officially told when this is but they're taking part in the uh, Aberdeen music festival um basically a, a music competition thing they've got the the open mixed choir class on wednesday this week so <clears throat> this is the last rehearsal for that and then i'm in for for uh, my choir tomorrow for which i've got to get music printed out so basically it's not slowing down yet it's not stopping yet so uh but um anyway that's that so um I'm not sure when the next episode will land for you. Um, I can pretty much guarantee it will be uh, by about a month's time at the most because I've got another show in three weeks, High School Musical. Um, but in the meantime, uh, I'll, I'll probably just record a few little clips just to kind of keep you, keep your whistle wet as it were. <clears throat> I've got no idea what that means. Um, and, I shall bid you farewell and the final clip you will hear on this episode is the recording of la the last performance of Priscilla. You'll be able to hear, I've, I've actually, because it's the, I was going to just do the finale from the show, um, but the last sort of couple of numbers really kind of run into each other and uh, so I'll, it's probably about the last five to ten minutes that you'll get here, but you'll be able to tell from the... Uh, audience reaction it's been a pretty full-on week it's been standing ovations every night not no doubt thanks to the um the actual musical content of the show and the fact that it's such a a lively show anyway um but yeah so enjoy the hysteria 
of the final um, scenes from our performance of Priscilla at the Tivoli Theatre and I shall speak to you again in the next episode. Tatty bye for now.
part of the After Dark Podcast Network.